Let me tell you about Built Bar. Uh, Pat and I both love Built Bars. Uh, because do you remember when we used to eat Atkins stuff? Yeah. Oh, so nasty. Really so was. nasty. This is stuff that is a protein bar uh, <laughs> and low in calories, low in net carbs, uh, high, high in protein, really good for you. Uh, and it's made with real chocolate and it tastes fantastic. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, the caramel. Really? Yeah, I love it. I love the mint. Love it. The mint brownie is so good. I mean, they really are great. They're candy bars. Except they're protein bars and they're good for you. Blah, blah, blah. About 120 calories. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order now. Promo code BEC15 for 15% off. Do it now. Built.com. number is in <laughs> it is so great too i mean it's not 20 percent you right. know uh, right it's it's not 30 percent right it's not 45 percent it's a little more than you know transitory and a little more than they expected but the great news is we're setting records we're setting records <laughs> it hasn't been this high in over 40 years Yay! Yay! We'll give you all the news coming up. As usual, Stu is taking his elitist trip to the Super Bowl. Every year. Every year. Uh, So anyway, I'm glad this year he has to wear a mask. He (laughs) says he's not going to. Oh, did he? (laughs) What a rebel. He he will. I've already reported him in advance. Anyway, Patriot Mobile is our sponsor. Uh, So, by the way, he's taking his trip out. So, Pat is joining me today. Patriot Mobile uh, is a business that you will love doing business with because they share your values. A lot of times, it's not possible, you know. Hey, I want to go to Disney. Disney? Are you kidding me? They, They are in bed with China. They're pushing all kinds of crap on your children. And uh, they're going to cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah, well, where else can I go to take my kids, right? When it comes to your phone service, it's Patriot Mobile. These guys believe in the same thing. They're fighting the good fight with their own money out of some of their profits. They take and they are supporting entities and supporting causes that you believe in. Right to life, right to free speech, right to have a gun. Patriot Mobile not only offers you the same great coverage as everybody else because they're on the same towers, 
Uh, they have better customer service, and you'll save about 50% of what you're paying right now. Most people do. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation, 972-PATRIOT, patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Wow. I am so excited. I am so excited. It's not every day you can say we have the highest inflation rate since 1982. It's uh, they were expecting a 7.2, a little higher than that. It was 7.5. And uh, I'm just I'm excited. I'll be really thrilled when it gets over 10 percent. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fun to pay more, won't it? Won't it? Yeah, it'll be fun. So this is like the government because the government is doing this. They're printing and spending all of this money. Uh, And so that's why you have now. 7.5% 7.5% of your dollar is just gone up in smoke. Congratulations on that. That's now imagine, remember Joe Biden said, I'm not going to tax anybody. I mean, the wealthy are going to get a tax, but not the average man. You just got the, because it's the government doing this. You are now paying 7.5% more in taxes. And that's this month. It may be 8% next month. By the end of the year, it will be 10%. Congratulations. I think this is great. So another 10% tax coming your way. And nobody has to vote on it. It's the perfect progressive tax. Mm. (sighs) How much were the banks getting from the Fed, like nightly, for a really long time? Uh, They're still getting it. And that's what I thought. Yeah, 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 they're still getting it. It continues. Well, it was up to uh, 1.5%. Uh, one point five trillion dollars. Cumulative, right? No, no, no. Every night? Uh, yeah, every night. Uh, sorry, every no. week. Every week. Every week. One point five point... trillion a week. Yeah, and it's been ninety-five weeks. So, you do the math. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. And we're at seven point five percent inflation. Oh, this is just the that's beginning. That's a gift. Yeah, this is just this yeah. is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Unreal. You are you are going to see the collapse mm. of the U.S. dollar. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's coming. We know the Federal Reserve because of a FOIA request that <laughs> was filed in 2012. Because you can't question what the Fed has done for two years. Okay. It's mm-hmm. like the Capitol Police, but Capitol Police, you could never question. The Federal Reserve, you can't question. You can't ask for any information for two solid years because, well, national security reasons. It's none of your beeswax. Yeah. So for one thing. Uh, they said to us in 2010, they gave, they bailed the banks out, which I love. They bailed the banks out because the banks were becoming too fragile. Uh-huh. Who, who is the Fed? It's not a government agency. Who is the Fed? Banks. The banks. So they came in with their one suit and said, my gosh, these banks have been irresponsible and they've got to clean their mess up, but we've got to bail them out. Otherwise, the entire thing collapses. And then they change suits and they're like, and we really will change our ways as soon as we get this money from the Fed. And then they change their suit back into the Fed suit and they're like, you better learn your lesson. Here, here's five trillion dollars that's what they told us in 2010 the number that they gave in 2008 through 2010 was not five trillion they lied to us it is now officially we have the records 30 
trillion dollars they gave to the bank. And experts say, not sure any of that has ever been paid out. And now they're doing over a trillion dollars every week for 95 weeks. That can't be a problem. Can it? <laughs> it's not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. By the way, something else we exposed on TV while we're talking about the Fed. Something else we exposed on uh, TV. Um, you know... We told you that the government was making money on uh, the Pfizer vaccine. Right. And we thought that might be something that they should tell people. You know what I mean? That maybe mm. why they're forcing everybody to get the vaccine is because they're making a profit. Now, imagine, imagine in any other scenario, you knew that somebody was making a profit on it and they were saying this is the worst thing ever you all have to in fact i'm lobbying the government to make sure that everybody gets it everybody would say ah we got to take his word you know kind of a with a grain of salt maybe an entire salt mine because he's making so much money on this right wouldn't we we have now verification there is a fed account set up at the Fed, for the federal government, for all of the deposits of the dollars that the United States government is making on the vaccine. I got the paperwork, showed it last night. Huh. Mm. Huh. Nobody cares. There is the paperwork there. Nobody mm. cares. Nobody cares. The corruption this is unbelievable. 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 We really need to pay attention i've got a, a guy who's been watching this for oh forever uh, he wrote a book about a year year and a half ago on you know esg what's coming etc cetera, etc cetera. nobody paid attention to it maybe we should have um no we should have uh no maybes about it and he can tell you exactly what's going on um uh, but more importantly he also can tell you who's involved and what you need to do. And I will tell you, as Pat and I were talking today, yesterday I read to you the Department of Homeland Security, their latest terrorist bulletin. And they say the number one threat, these podcasts that are just uh, spreading false information mm. and conspiracy theories. Can't have it. No, can't have it. Uh, by the way, in a completely unrelated story, the uh, World Economic Forum, you know, the people behind the Great Reset, um, they also came out and uh, they did a 10 day, you know, uh, a trial run, if you will, a war game of what happens if the financial system starts to collapse. What do we do? Well, they figured out. In this 10-day uh, war game, that the first thing they have to do is silence the voices that are providing misinformation, disinformation, or making people question the official story from the United States government or the governments anywhere around the world. So they got to shut these podcasters down. I guarantee you there's coming a time you will not hear my voice. So please do your homework now. Know it. That's why I'm so frustrated with the book. You can buy the Kindle book. You can buy the the audio book. And the audio book is really, really good. Somebody 
unbelievably talented ready um (laughs) but uh it's a really good thing but you have to have a paper copy of the book you have to you have to uh because you have to know what the corruption is and where it's where it's going where it's coming from um i i will tell you that uh uh, one of my uh one of my producers uh last night before we went on the air said hey i just want to show you a chalkboard that you did in uh, i think it was 2016 or 2017 and it was the things to watch for for the new world order didn't know what it was going to be called at that time didn't know the great reset just called it the new world order um and uh i said there's gonna be four things and they're all gonna cascade into each other i said i don't know what what comes first or whatever, but this is the what, what we have to watch for. One, polarization leads to civil unrest. Huh. Are we there? Are we there? Oh, yeah. I mean, look at what's happening. Next hour, I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, Canada and the truckers. Look what they're doing with the truckers. And now the Department of Homeland Security just released another bulletin said looks like maybe this weekend these truckers in america are going to start doing this and the department of homeland security is uh, on high alert and police officers and highway patrol need to know this may be coming through your town excuse me this is our freedom of assembly we can do this what are you talking mm-hmm. about uh they're radicals they're dangerous they're terrorists they're going to occupy places really like occupy wall street like that, that you didn't shut down because they had a right to be heard, a right to be in the streets. Remember that? So polarization leads to civil unrest. The second one is economic destabilization, volatility, stocks, banks, and prices. Good thing we haven't seen any of that. I haven't seen any of that. Three, this one is the only one that we're a little behind on. Tech disruption, jobs, finance, communication, and privacy. We're mm. on the privacy thing. Communication, For they're sure. shutting down. But jobs is the big one yet to come. And the fourth one, and I said, this is what's going to push us into the new world order because these people will collude. Listen, trust implosion, government, media, tech, finance, justice, EDU, and big corporations. Said that five years ago. That's before we knew anything about CRT. That's it. Big corporations before we knew anything about ESG justice before we knew anything about the FBI. Mm. This is here. Everything that we talked about in the past. If you've ever, ever put any credibility in what I say, I am telling you it is here right now. And it's time for us to be really, really calm, very confident, uh, but start to do the things, the only things that you can do to stop this. And, you know, it's not violence. It is standing up. It is standing up. It is standing up in your local zoning board meetings, in your local school board meetings, at your local schools. You notice these states are now starting to uh, drop all of the mask mandates, except for your kids. In schools. Now, why would that happen? Other than the fact that the unions rule our schools and all of the governors and everybody else are afraid of the teachers unions. Stand up. Where are the teachers that say enough is enough? 
enough is enough. Are they going to rise up? Are the police officers, where are the FBI agents that know their Justice Department has gone corrupt? Where are they? Because I really want to believe in the average FBI guy. But if you remain silent, I don't have any confidence there's anybody on the inside that's not part of it. It has to change. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Not to stand is to stand. You're not going to be held blameless for this stuff. You're not unless you stand. Now is the time that we have to stand up in our own communities in a peaceful way in our own jobs and say, no, nope. You know, you want to do a you want to do a little uh, meeting where I have to where I have to confess my privilege? No, no. I confess to an almighty God. I don't confess to the mob, a mob that says there is no forgiveness. I recognize my whiteness. I call them blessings. And I think everyone should recognize their blessings, no matter what color or what they have or don't have. And every night, I recognize the privilege that I do not deserve. I don't deserve the forgiveness. I don't deserve the planet. I don't deserve my ease of my life. I know it's a gift that I was born in this country. And yes, white. I, I know those things. And that's why I get down on my knees every day and thank my God for those blessings and ask him how can I serve you? And his response is, help your fellow man. And that's my addressing my privilege. And I do it to God every day, not to a mob, not to a mob. Uh, and I would suggest that all of us who do believe in God, we start saying those things. We start recognizing our privilege and get on our knees and thank God that we live at this time in this country, but recognize that that means we have a responsibility to stand up for him and all the others that are going to be destroyed by what is coming. Stand up for your fellow man and uh, choose your God. Choose your God. Is it the government? Is it social media? Is it status? Is it the mob? Is it socialism? Is it social justice? Or is it, I hate to sound old timey, but God, God, God. Which one? Choose and stand. All right, let me tell you a series of books that you must have. This is a must have in every home. This is, I don't care if you don't have kids. When you see kids and they come over because they're, I don't know, they're going to put, you know, their snotty hands all over your furniture or something because you have friends that have kids. Make sure you have the Tuttle Twins books. They are not going to learn things through osmosis. They have to know the road to serfdom and what causes the road to serfdom. They have to know who did the founders get these ideas from and where did they come from and why do they work? Why does socialism and big government always lead to oppression? 
They need the facts and they're starving for them. Now, you can get them for little kids. You can get them for young adults. It's the Tuttle Twins books. Make sure your home, your children's uh, library, your grandchildren's library have these books and read them to them. Right now, 35% discount off the normal price. They're giving away a copy of their magazine. Yes, they have one. Plus 12 activity books, all of it, free. 35% discount off of the books themselves. Get this deal. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Do it before Friday night to get both the bonus and the discount. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, so uh, Pat and I were talking today uh, on his show about, okay, so what do we do about ESG? Let me explain what's happening right now to your money. The Federal Reserve is printing money like it's going out of style. Thus, the 7.5, which is a gift at this point, it's so low, uh, the 7.5% un- uh, or inflation rate. That's because the Fed is just printing money and giving it to whom? The big banks, which is them. Bank of America, City, Chase, Wells Fargo, all of those, J.P. Morgan. Then the banks, they give it to BlackRock, Blackstone, Vanguard, all of these other big companies that are investing in the future. BlackRock then buys, many times controlling shares of companies, Um, Apple, Nike, Coke, Carhartt, Disney, ESPN, all these big companies, they're all getting money from Vanguard, Blackstone, BlackRock. Those those investment firms are saying, yeah, I'm not going to invest in you unless you have a good ESG score. Hmm. And uh, so you're not going to get any of the money. Bank of America, City, Chase, Wells Fargo. They are also saying the same things. Uh, We can't give you loans unless you have a good ESG score. This is all started, really. The big kingpin here is BlackRock. I'm going to tell you what you need to do to stop this. There's two things that you personally can do and need to do. And we'll tell you about it next. The Glenn Back Program. Oh, every device that you own, which can go online, that also might be your refrigerator at this point, um, poses a certain amount of risk to your identity getting stolen by a cyber criminal. Um, you know, and I don't want you living in fear in this. I just want you to know that this is happening. It's a real threat. Uh, China is trying to get all of the data. I mean, really, your refrigerator, you you put just what's in your refrigerator along with other metadata of yours and give it to China. They know who you are. They know everything about you. That's one kind of cyber threat. The other is these cyber criminals that come out and they either extort you because they have all of your information and your keys uh, or they just use your identity. Nobody can stop all this stuff. But I will tell you, LifeLock was the first in. They are the best, in my opinion, at solving it. 
Sign up right now. Take this off your plate so you don't have to think about it. 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK at 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Go there now. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Check out Glenn's latest book, The Great Reset, right now at glennsnewbook.com. Uh, I want to introduce you to somebody that I just uh, met over uh, Skype last night. And I wish I would have known him a long time ago. You could have set me straight a long time ago. He is the director of the Political Forum Institute and the author of a book that came out last year, The Dictatorship of Woke Capital, How Political Correctness Has Captured Big Business. His name uh, is uh, Stephen Sukup. And uh, Stephen, welcome to the um, radio program, the Glenn Beck program. How are you? I'm, I'm well, Glenn. Thank you very much for having me. You bet. Now, you were on with me last night, um, and we, we talked for about 10 minutes, and I think there's a lot for people to go back and watch the TV show on Blaze TV and get that. I want to start with the number one question I get from people. Glenn, why would these big corporations do this and sabotage capitalism can you answer that i could try um generally when we're talking about corporations that are going woke that are embracing this cultural leftism uh most of them are getting pressure from one of three directions they're either getting pressure from the bottom up which is employees uh, who are uh, interested in changing the politics of the corporation. Uh, they're getting pressure from the top down, which would be from the C-suites. Uh, Disney, for example, uh, when Bob Iger was the CEO, was definitely moving in that direction because that's what Bob Iger wanted. Uh, and then uh, companies also get pressure from the outside in. Um, this includes activist shareholders. It includes just general activists. And it's all sorts of people who want to put pressure on these corporations to take a political stance. So how many of them are really aware of ESG um, and what the World Economic Forum is going to use these things for? How many of them are like, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that? Well, I, I think there's probably a, a bare minimum that are on board with it. Um, but most of them are scared to death to resist. Um, they know what happened to Exxon last year, for example, uh, when engine number one, a uh, small hedge fund, decided to try and put environmentalists on their board of directors. Uh, what happened was uh, all of the large asset management firms, BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard, all threw their weight behind the environmentalists and, in fact, replaced three of the company's uh, directors with these radical environmentalists who want the company to uh, quit uh, producing fossil fuels. Uh, so the, the Leaders and the directors of these companies understand that there are people out there who wield an awful lot of power and can do an awful lot of things uh, if they don't comply. So I think most of them are just complying simply to save their own skins, which would be I mean, historically, that doesn't work out well, because if you no, don't absolutely it doesn't. you don't stand up, you end up selling your soul and you're like, oh, my gosh, now I'm in real trouble. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, in the book, I believe I refer to it as Churchill's crocodile because of a, a phrase that mm. Churchill said that, you know, it's you feed the crocodile eventually, um, you know, he waits to get you last, but he eventually gets to you. Yeah. Um, so last night we started talking about what people can do about it. And I have said, mm -hmm. move your money. One of the first things you can do, move your money out of these big banks that are pushing ESG 
move them into credit unions or local, local, local banks uh, that keep their loans, et cetera, et cetera, and are promising to stand against ESG um, and and are pouring money into your local economy. That's an important thing. The states have got to pass anti-ESG financing laws, and we've got 20 states that are working on that right now. But you said you proposed another idea that I hadn't thought about. And this one uh, sounds really effective and it goes right to Vanguard or BlackRock, et cetera. Yeah. um, If if people are uh, interested in stopping what's going on, then they need to be interested in where their investments are, where their retirement savings is being invested, uh, because the chances are pretty good that it's being invested in companies like BlackRock, like Vanguard, like State Street that are pushing this very political agenda. Um, You know, one of the things that the states have done is to take some of their funds, the funds that they have direct control over, and remove it from, from BlackRock investment funds. Uh, because specifically, they don't want to allow BlackRock to use their money uh, to leverage Larry Fink's political goals. And, and that's the type of thing that you can try uh, to do on an individual level. Now, if you work for a big company uh, with a big 401k plan that you know is centered in you know a city a long ways from you, then you're not going to have a whole lot of luck trying to get them to change their minds about where to put the 401 one K plan. But the truth is most Americans work for small businesses. Most Americans know their employer. Most Americans have an opportunity uh, to change how their retirement funds are being used. And this is important for a couple of reasons. Not only does it stop or would help stop uh, these companies, once you take the money away from them, they're in trouble. Um, But the other thing is, is if you look at BlackRock's philosophy, et cetera, et cetera, and all of these ESG companies that are investing your money, they are not looking at profit anymore as the main driver. In fact, they might take deals that are worse for you, um, but better for the environment and social justice, et cetera. Correct? Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, you know, CalPERS, the California uh, pension system, the, the public pension system in California was among the first large asset management firms to go woke, to say, you know, this is something we're going to do. We're going to invest in ESG. And their returns have consistently over five, six, seven years been two to three percent lower uh, than average market returns, which is to say that they're achieving uh, their political goals while at the same time punishing the firemen in Sacramento and the policemen in Encinito and, you know, all of the, the public employees who are counting on this money for their retirement. They're getting them less returns in order to uh, push their political agenda. So how does that work with f- fiduciary responsibility? Well, it, they touch it. Um, you know, Larry Fink uh, just put out his annual letter to CEOs last week, and he said, look, it is my fiduciary responsibility to find companies that are preparing for net zero uh, and are preparing for the climate that's going to be surrounding this transition uh, in the way we produce energy. And if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't be meeting my fiduciary responsibility. So he's basically making up a new category of responsibility. And the the sad thing is that the the SEC and the Department of Labor and all of these government agencies that are pushing uh, ESG investments uh, essentially are enabling him to do so. 
So if you are in any kind of index, like your money is with Vanguard, or what are the big ones? Vanguard, Blackstone, BlackRock. Right. Those? Uh, the, the, big three, the big three generally are considered to be BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, okay. uh, who together have just over $20 trillion in assets under management. And so if you can, get it out of, of those three because they're really leading the way uh, for they're this. Leading, yeah, they are absolutely leading the way. And, and, and it doesn't matter to them whether you are invested in, the, in an ESG fund. They will take any fund, any leverage they have, any money that they have to use uh, against companies and push their political agenda. It doesn't matter if it's ESG. As you mentioned uh, at the beginning of this interview, uh, Larry Fink has, has decided that the most important investment criteria for uh, his firm to look at is sustainability. It's no longer pure profit. It's about sustainability. So what they're doing is they're taking a, a different approach uh, to the purpose of a corporation, and it's going to cost people in their retirements. And it's happening even at our treasury. It is, it's happening all over the world. Um, yeah. the, you know, the governments are doing the same thing. Well, it's not necessary, you know, not necessarily the best thing uh, in the short run for people or for uh, you know, even the economy, but it'll be better in the long run, which I can't see how it is. Can you? No, I absolutely cannot. And, and in fact, I, I think that Boris Johnson is going to find out pretty quickly. Uh, they're going to end up uh, with a new prime minister, and he's going to claim that it was because he kept going to uh, having Christmas parties. But the truth of the matter is that his conservative transition to debt zero in Great Britain has, has cost the British people an awful lot with rising energy prices and uh, an energy crisis. And this is what the future looks like in a net zero environment. I can't understand why more people aren't concerned. I mean, I guess, I guess because they just don't think it could ever happen here. Um, but the direction we're running with all electric uh, cars being uh, rolling out of the factories, all electric cars rolling out of the factories, um, you know, by 2030, um, the death of the gasoline engine, uh, the shutting down of coal plants, uh, you know, the um, the fact that we're no longer investing in any fossil fuels. This is. This is one of the worst. This will just cause misery and death all over the world. You can't do that in eight years. Right. Yeah. The, the only people who seem to acknowledge that at this point, are the uh, Chinese Communist Party, who has said that it will do its best to transition, but it, it's not going to punish its people for its uh, transition to uh a zero carbon uh, future that it will do whatever it has to do to make sure that its people have the energy it needs to continue to be uh, economically pr productive. You said last night and, and then I'll let you go. But you said last night that the left has tried everything for the last hundred years and they've kind of captured everything. But this is the final piece. They finally really understood it. Can you go through that? Well, uh, if you look at the history of the way the cultural institutions in the West 
uh, have evolved over the past hundred years. Uh, one by one, they've all fallen uh, to what amounts to cultural leftism. Um, the only one that stood standing from about 1970 onward was was big business. Uh, and now big business obviously is the, is the final target. Uh, if big business falls, then there's no bulwark to stop it. That this this is essentially uh, the way our society becomes. This is uh, you know they've captured every institution of uh, cultural transmission in the West, and you know this and that's pretty much the end of it. Yeah. Um, the way you phrased it last night is they tried with the Supreme Court. They they did Hollywood. Right. Uh, you know, they took education. They've taken and this is it. This is the last yep. piece. It's quite fascinating. Thank you so much for being on. I, I hope we get a chance to uh, talk again. Appreciate it. God bless. Excellent. You bet. Thanks, Colin. You bet. Okay. That's uh, Stephen Sukup, uh, who is um, the author of a book, came out about a year and a half ago. The Dictatorship of Woke Capital, How Political Correctness Captured Big Business. I really believe that this this was set into motion back in the 80s uh, because of, of Reagan. And that was the whole thing about the Tides Foundation. We got to get and capture the board of directors. And that is exactly like he said, these companies, some of them are afraid to go the other direction because of the pressure. And they saw what happened to uh, uh, Exxon. How do you put three environmentalist wackos onto the board of directors for Exxon that want Exxon to get out of the oil and fossil fuel business? You do it because the Tides Foundation worked uh, and they have captured and will continue to capture the board of Every single big business, which is why it is so important. Local, local, local. Don't support um, any of these big businesses if you can do business locally. Bill Barr is uh, our sponsor this half hour. Uh, Bill Barr is just the best, and they're always coming out with new flavors. Pat said to me just a few minutes ago, we were talking off air. Um, about their their latest thing, their puffs. Oh my, so good! Gosh, those are good. Yeah, they are. Do you yeah. like Do you like banana? Yes. Oh, the banana marshmallow the puff is so it's great. Good. I love it. These are marshmallow puffs, and uh, they come in different flavors, and then they're coated in chocolate. <laughs> I just they mm. are so you are missing out. This is the first ever protein-infused marshmallow, fluffy, delightful, delicious, uh, and they're covered in real chocolate. They are fantastic. Please check these out. Low-calorie and high-protein. It's Built. Built.com. Scroll through their, uh, their macros chart. You're going to be amazed. Uh, it is Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order. Promo code BEC15BUILT.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. We're going to talk about inflation and the things that you can do. Inflation numbers came out today. They're higher than what they were saying. 
Uh, what a surprise. Uh, and they were saying that we're going to be bad at 7.2. It is now 7.5% inflation. Prices at the grocery store are going up again. Uh, your gas price is now, on average, uh, close to $4 a gallon. Uh, the the Democrats are now thinking, well, we should suspend the tax on gas. Oh, really? Really? How are you going to pay for all the crap on infrastructure that you say you mm-hmm. have to pay for now? That's one. And two, you know, there's a better way of doing it. And that is just uh, rescind all of the executive orders. Let people start. uh Drilling for oil again and building a pipeline and we will become a net exporter of energy and uh, the price will go down dramatically. No, 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 because that hurts the environment. (laughs) Okay, all right. So don't don't be fooled. They are going to be they are going to be claiming victory on covid. Uh, They're going to be claiming victory. They're going to do things like they will temporarily ban the gas tax. I think they will do this and you'll start to feel less of the pressure before the election. And they'll say, see, we, well, I mean, we did these things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And after the election, that gas tax will go right back into place. They don't want cheap gas. By the way, uh, Pat was just saying, I didn't know about BlackRock quickly. I, they, they gobbled up Merrill Lynch, Barclays, State Street, Helix Financial. I mean, these are massive, massive yeah. financial institutions. They, they are own the, them all. They're the ones pulling all of the strings. They are wow. the puppet master. This is the Glenn Beck Program.